You're listening to SBS News in Easy English. My name is Tina Quinn. The remote Aboriginal community at the centre of the Northern Territory's worst COVID-19 outbreak to date is set to reach a first-dose vaccination rate of 100%. Robinson River is home to about 350 people, and the last 15 people will receive their first dose by the end of today. Prior to the outbreak, vaccination rates in the community were quite high, with 77% double-dose and 87% single-dose vaccination coverage. 19 COVID-19 cases have been recorded in the Catherine and Robinson River regions. Police forensic teams trying to find the remains of William Tyrrell have been looking in a small creek and a large patch of nearby bushland on the north coast of New South Wales. On day five of the search, police continue to direct the search based on the last location where three-year-old William went missing in 2014, which is his foster grandmother's home in Kendall. Investigators are understood to be considering whether William might have died after falling from the balcony of the Kendall home. After 80 years, the identity of the only body ever recovered from the lost warship, HMAS Sydney, has been revealed. The ship sank with all its crew on board in World War II. Although the grave of the so-called unknown sailor was found in 2006, it was only with the help of DNA testing that the identity of him was revealed as Thomas Wellsby Clark. Chief of Navy Vice Admiral Michael Noonan says he was only 21 years old when he died. And certainly from the remains that we found, he did actually have um, shrapnel in his skull. So it's very hard to determine how he got into the float and how long he may have survived. But uh, all indications are that he was the only survivor from the battle who actually left the ship. The Minister for Veterans Affairs and Defence Personnel, Andrew G, says with the technology now available, it is expected more unidentified Australian soldiers will be revealed. We are still working so hard to identify and honour our servicemen and women. And it shows and demonstrates in the clearest possible way that no matter how long ago the conflict, no matter what the circumstances, Australia honours its sacred commitment to remember those who've served and sacrificed so much for our nation. Turning overseas now and members of Afghanistan's women's youth development football team arrived in Britain and will now spend 10 days in quarantine before starting new lives in the country. The effort was made possible with the help of Kim Kardashian West, as well as a US rabbi and English Premier League club, Leeds United. The 30 teenage players and their families, about 130 people in total, arrived on a plane at Stansted Airport near London from Pakistan, following the evacuations from Kabul in August. Former national women's team captain Khalida Popal, who has led evacuation efforts for the female athletes, says she could not be more relieved to see the teenagers reach safety. 
many of these fam those families left their houses um, when the Taliban took over. Their houses were burned down. Some of their family members were killed or taken by Taliban. So the danger and the stress was very high. And, and that's why it was very important to, to move faster to get them outside Afghanistan. Afghanistan's national women's football team was evacuated by Australia and the youth team was resettled in Portugal. Turning to sport and in cricket, the Sheffield Shield cricket match between Victoria and New South Wales, which was due to start today, has been delayed over a COVID-19 scare. Victorian player Will Sutherland returned an inconclusive COVID-19 test result that needs further analysis. While the results are being processed, the entire Victorian team is currently self-isolating and getting tested. At this stage, the match will be delayed one day, but could potentially be longer. You've been listening to SBS News in Easy English.